With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screen Heroes Big Episode 99. It is January 9th. Slightly less big than Episode 100, but still admirable. It is admirable. Thank you for trying Episode 99. You guys just get bigger and bigger every week. So. You get a C for effort. <laughs> I am Derek, one of your regular weekly hosts. I've got my two other partners in crime, Ryan Hello. and Ray. Hello. Ray, what are we talking about? I I don't know. I'm going to be bringing the dick jokes all night. Wow. But, um, <laughs> no. That wasn't really a no, joke. But... Okay, so a couple of weeks back, Kevin Feige... Uh, like right before, maybe right after the Fox acquisition, he said he wants to do 20 more MCU films in the next like 10 years. And we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. We've come up with some possible 20 more films. We each divvied it up. We did like five to seven a piece. Now, this is not like our normal movie pitch. We're not going into a lot of depth. We're not telling the entire storyline. We're doing quick pitches here, a lightning round. So, you know, we'll we'll say some of our cast members, we'll say kind of the idea of what we're going for, and then on to the next person. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I've got some that are, you know, a lot more um, organized and thought out than others. So I'm really excited about some of these, though, and I hope you guys like the effort that I put in because I worked really hard on this. I never do. Same uh, do we uh, have any news that we want to talk about? Was there anything that happened this week? There was a big uh, movie event last night, right? Was it last night? There was a movie event last Golden night? Globes, wasn't that? Oh, the Golden Globes was Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah the sorry. Golden Globes were pretty incredible. It was... It's an intense start to a year. Uh, quite a few people took political stances. During... Natalie Portman made Guillermo del Toro feel really uncomfortable. Uh, she definitely made Ron Howard feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Both, well, Guillermo, Guillermo and... del Toro was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just make the movie yeah. with Doug Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every single one of those guys up there in the director category, I think, earned it. Maybe not Nolan. I didn't see Dunkirk. I know Nolan's done some great work. I just don't know if Dunkirk is one of it or not. But uh, the women that were excluded as this year who did great work, uh, of course, Wonder Woman was critically applauded and lady bird was too so there's there's a lot of like cool women do what the oscars did and just expand your category like that's all you don't have to have five nominations you're only confining yourself like there's no reason why there can't be seven or eight and let the golden globe voters choose out of seven or eight did the academy awards extend the director i thought they just did just did best picture they did did, yeah i i think there's I'm sorry my ice is bothering you. Wipe that smirk off your face. <laughs> we have a new mic. We probably sound different Just a, little a little bit. bit. Anyway, 
Uh, it was a very, very politically charged yes. event. Yeah, it and was. It, Oprah had a cool speech. Yeah, most people had really good speeches. Uh, I particularly love Frances McDormand when she said, you know, all these ladies in the room, they're here for the work, not the food. That was cool. Fun statement. So it seems like most people had a good time and... Not everyone felt terribly awkward. <laughs> yeah, just that one category seemed really awkward. She kind of sprung it on she did. a bunch she of did. guys that were like, I didn't have anything to do with this. I just got nominated. <laughs> I don't think anyone expected Natalie Portman to do anything like when she was up there at that moment was was the key versus, you know, Oprah's speech. I mean, she was accepting a very prestigious award and she's supposed to give a speech. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't think anybody was necessarily caught off guard when she, you know, said her stuff. So... Yeah, Natalie Portman was just presenting an award and not right. giving a speech, so. I just, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of these. Uh, most of the time, us included, the uh, pop culture events will try to diversify and not be too political. But with the Me Too movement last year and the Why We Wear Black, as well as many other movements and groups trying to be recognized I, I have a feeling we're going to see this at the Grammys, the Oscars, maybe like last year, the CMA is uh, the last place I would expect liberal politics. Uh, Carrie Underwood decided to make a stand. So it's it's going to be an interesting year. And it's unfortunately, we won't be excluded. We'll have to talk about it here and there. It's going to affect pop culture all around. So we'll we'll have to bring it up here and there. Yeah, yeah you're right. Do we know who's hosting the Academy Awards? I don't remember. I don't know. All right. No. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, no, March, I don't have so. any idea. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll happen soon. Okay. Uh, anything Anything else on the news that we want Black to touch Panther on? Black Panther dropped their final trailer. They did. Really and tickets good. are on sale. Tickets are on sale. Yeah, so. it's uh, that's got me pretty hyped. It looks yeah. like a great movie. I'm really excited for Black Panther. Yeah. I expect it to be the best superhero movie of the year quality-wise. Yeah, we did our predictions so, last week. So. I'm just, for anybody who didn't listen to last no, week's you episode. No, that's why you just don't give it the spoiler. You say, if you want to know what I think Black Panther's going to do, you go listen to our last episode. This is an amateur hour, Derek. Come or on. you can join us for our review of the Tuesday after. Yeah, exactly. That too. That too. What else? Anything else happen? Han Solo, everybody's still panicking about it. Uh, I mean, we are. I thought, well, look at us. We're shaking in our... Little space boots. Little yeah. space boots. Uh, some people are... Get, I said, there's a big thread on Reddit in the movies subreddit talking about how Han Solo comes out in three months. No. Four months. It's like May or June. Um, and that there's been literally no marketing material outside of like, like one picture of the actors or something yeah. released. And there's people... That was like a selfie within the a set, too. Yeah. It was... Like, like not even like a promotional yeah. image. Yeah. Like, well, there's not even a poster. <laughs> supposedly, uh, there's a couple theories about maybe Disney has all these big releases planned, and so they're trying not to step on the releases because they've got. Well, they're already doing that to Black Panther. Star right? Wars, then Black Panther, then Infinity War, then uh, Solo. Yeah. Within like three weeks, Solo and Infinity War. So I think they're trying. So they're going to do a two-week marketing. No, I don't think they're going to do that. But I think they're going to lead up with Infinity War and then Solo when it gets closer to Infinity War. I mean, come on, The Incredibles two had a poster like three years ago. Yeah, we don't. We don't even have a poster. I think it would be a fun thing if we got to the Black Panther movie and we see the solo trailer. I actually miss seeing trailers for the first time in the theater. 
So, well, I hate to disappoint you, but I know that's not how things work. No, it's supposed to drop this week. We were oh, told that the trailer is supposed cool. to drop this week. Well, if so. a poster drops, it's literally just going to be space with the word solo and Star Wars script, yeah. and that's I mean, they, literally all it's going to be. They could have done that weeks ago. That's I could have done that. Right? Like, <laughs> that's the problem. That though, font's like, available everywhere. <laughs> I think that's why people are getting concerned: is that having just your generic teaser poster is something movies do sometimes before they're done even like casting. casting. Yeah. You know, they have their announcement poster. Right, and sometimes they're really nice. They're really nice and simple posters. I remember, like the Incredibles two poster was cool. The Star Trek 09 poster was cool. You know, you could give us something. I think that's where most of the concerns are coming from. Is all we have is like some leaked stuff from another country yeah. that's not in English, and so we're not sure if it's real. And the Falcon looks different, but again, we're not sure if that's real. So it's very weird. <laughs> it's really strange. All right, Zachary Levi is trying to get Gal Gadot to be in a. Shazam. That'd be a great post credit scene, wouldn't it? It would be alright. Yeah, I'd be okay. I think it would be great if he like had a crush on, <laughs> on her, you know, like kids get that crushes, right? Yeah. I think that would be great. Or like in Young Justice where Shazam wanted to hang out with Black, Black Canary, Canary all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be great. That's great. It would be a really interesting yeah. dynamic yeah. to this full grown man like talking to Wonder Woman like like he's a kid, you know. <laughs> Could be adorable. A kid with a crush, yeah. yeah. I think that'd be funny. I think I think that could be really, really cute. I uh... like he asked her to go to prom. Or yeah. Uh, well, I don't, is he She's old like, enough what? for prom? I don't think he's old no, enough. No, he's old maybe like, 12, like yeah. Maybe like a school dance yeah. would be okay. I think we had a school dance in eighth grade. I can't yeah. remember yeah. what it was called. We did too. But yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really cute. I'd be all about Ours it. It's called the eighth grade dance. Whoa, whoa! whoa. You're going to explain that. <laughs> okay, where did that name? We had a Halloween dance too, for some reason. Oh, we not none of them. Bunch we of never had teens in in costume. That's, that's, that's weird. We it probably was. smelled really weird too. Uh, yeah, junior high just smelled weird. As I'm, a sure. Whole. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. An entire like three grades of kids not knowing when the proper bathing rituals exist, like. I mean, one of my biggest memories from middle school were those cookies that they sold for 50 cents that weren't quite, quite cooked all the way. Delicious. <laughs> wow. Now you get the best of cookie dough you or the best of those? cookie dough. <laughs> I was probably my least favorite school year, so no. That's why my fondest memory is the cookies. Oh, okay. So, you know. All right, so Marvel films. Okay. Quick lightning round. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> um, I'm nervous, all right? I'm nervous. nervous. All right, so... Historically, you guys don't usually like my pitches, so no, I'm, you're little, fine, I'm a little you're nervous. Fine. So, Avengers 4 is playing, and there's, you know, about a 90% chance we'll also th- see Thanos in that, that it won't be wrapped up in uh, Infinity War. I can't imagine that it would be. So, I went with an Avengers 5, and I went with Secret Wars. You could combine both the 1980s title and the 2015 title. You could put Tom Holland in the black symbiote suit. You introduce the Beyonder, who gets them all together. And I really want an old, distinguished actor, so I picked Denzel Washington for that. I really want them to include some of the newer people, but also mix in some of the old. So we still get like Chris Hemsworth and... Um, I was very reluctant to put Loki in this stuff. I don't know if he's going to make it through four and five or three and four. Nobody ever really dies. That's true. That's why, you know, he would be great. The Secret Wars pretty much pairs up people, um, both heroes and villains in this kind of battle world. And they just are forced to fight to the death for the Beyonders amusement. So So it's going to be World War Hulk. 
fun. On an epic it, scale. It could be a lots of stuff there, but... I mean, you were throwing the symbiote suit Spider-Man yeah, in there. I have a question well, about the, that. Todd McFarlane did the run on that, and the symbiote suit uh, debuted in the first Secret Wars, which is why I said oh, that. I didn't know that. Can I ask a question about the symbiote suit? Yeah, do it. How much emo dancing is there going to be? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, at like least... Like, seven minutes? No. Or, like, like, the entire middle act? I don't know. At least three minutes to a Paramore Panic at the Disco mashup. Okay. Okay. Has to be. How many of his eyes are going to be covered with hair? Ooh. Draped over his face. Well, Three. Three. <laughs> well, spiders have eight eyes, so... Look, all I if they do that, all I want is for them to redo the Spider-Man Three poster where he's on the side of the building and it's I weird. That, yeah. Yeah, so I can so, good. so I can buy a poster that looks like that for a movie that doesn't suck. <laughs> well, I don't know that they would recreate <laughs> but it might the suck. the cover Not where he's, he's standing in the black symbiote suit and everybody else is looking on him like, "What are you wearing?" Uh, like, guys, he wear he's wearing black. It's what after Labor Day. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, that's white. All right, somebody else's turn. Next movie. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So um, I tried to really think as out of the box as possible on some of these things here. So I am going to go with uh, my first kind of – this is my silly one that I just really want to do for me. Um, oh, we only got one silly one? Well, okay, you guys are probably going to think all of mine are silly, yeah, but probably. this one in particular is just a personal one. I want a new Howard the Duck movie. Oh, good lord. Um, he's already in the MCU. He exists. So I'd bring Seth Green back to, to voice him. But what I want to kind of do is, is kind of focus on, on Howard being kind of like that, uh, reporter during Civil War, where he's kind of like talking about what's going on and whose side everybody's on that kind of thing. And then have it tie into Guardians of the Galaxy where he gets captured and brought to the collector so Del Toro could come back for not a cameo, a bigger kind of role, and maybe set the stage for him and Jeff Goldblum to share the screen. That's... Okay, I'm on board. You you had me. I'm not. How dare you, sir? I said Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah, you can't just throw him in all these movies. Good day! <laughs> uh, you can't prey on my weaknesses like that, Derek. It might work for Rachel. Look, two of these three characters have already been in a movie together, and the other two are brothers, so it's not that much of a stretch. The Beyonder is their third brother, so, you know, Denzel Washington, Jeff Goldblum, and Benicio Del Toro. I think one I of those <laughs> is different than the other two. What's, come on. What's so terrible about my idea? Howard the Duck having so another movie. Why Why is that so bad? It has been a very Does long time. Does he have time. sex? Yeah. I mean, how many human women is he going to have sex with? Can he have sex with an alien? Mom woman? from Back to the Future. Hey, she she still looks great, so I'm cool with that. Um, wow, we know how Derek feels about. I've had a crush on her forever. He likes <laughs> cougar on foul porn. Uh, story. Wow, you're welcome. Don't don't Google that. I like <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna get human adult women porn. Birds. Look, look, look. We've we've had three bad Fantastic Four movies. We've had one bad Howard the Duck movie, and I don't even think it was as bad as people want to say it is. He deserves a but second. Fantastic show. Four is a good material. Is good material. Oh, Howard the Duck though. is not good material. Howard the Duck can be good material though. He can be very meta. He can be very kind of comedic and punish. And I think that the MCU has that type of tone in it, especially after Ragnarok. We're not going to agree on this. All right, Ryan, your turn. Um, okay, harsh, so this harsh. one this one isn't anything new. and I, I mean, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there again because it's going to be my always answer, uh, Squirrel Girl. Yeah. But she's yeah. getting a TV show. So? Is she? 
because the network turned her down and there's been no news about her oh, since then. Okay. Um, new Warriors news has kind of stalled. They yeah, haven't really cast. They haven't said anything since Freeform dropped the show after watching the pilot. Or I think that's what happened. Okay, I, I didn't realize they dropped the pilot. So yeah. that actually helps one of mine. Yeah. So, Squirrel Girl, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd wanna, I want to. I did a pitch a Netflix series with Squirrel Girl, but yeah. I mean, obviously, in a single movie, I'd rather do something probably um, where she's like shopping herself around to the different superhero teams, trying to get into the superhero teams. I like that. Um, you know, watching Luke Cage and Jessica Jones' baby. Uh, you know, fighting with Wolverine and uh, talking to the Avengers and getting rejected, and talking to the Defenders and getting rejected, and uh, you know, eventually starting the Great Lakes Avengers. Um, I think, I think that could be more meta and funny than a Howard the Duck movie. So I'll have you know that Great Lakes Avengers was on my list. Was it? And she just wasn't part of it because I thought she was still doing that show. So if that show wasn't no. happening, then yeah, she would be. Well, I'm okay. I'm, I'm excited to hear your pitch. But yeah, I would definitely would you try. Would the AT&T actress? Um, she seems like she's going to be fine. I don't have yeah. any problem with that casting. I would probably go back to the the. Um, I sadly do not remember her name, which is the woman only from reason. Rogue One, the one from Rogue One, Jen Erso. Oh, Felicity Jones. Yeah, she was my casting for the Netflix series, and I still like that casting. So I like it. Cool. Yep. All right. So in that vein, I want an Inhumans movie. The TV show clearly failed and was terrible. I do like the comics. I like what they've set up, and I think they can take the good stuff from Agents of Shield that they've done with the Inhumans and bring it to a good movie. I completely recast, but I did keep Chloe Bennett as Quake, so she she's going to be in it. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah, absolutely. So, so are you rebooting Inhumans? Absolutely. Okay, just asking. Yeah, as if it never even happened. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, not the Inhumans as a whole, because Agents of Shield has a huge story arc, right, right, but yeah. the specific the, the like show. the royal yeah, family, exactly. the, the TV so, show that still hasn't officially been canceled yet. Yeah, uh, it has They keep announcing complete series. Like, yeah, so it hasn't been canceled. No, you're yet. totally right. One question: Are they going to cut off all of Medusa's hair in the first no, ten minutes? No, 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 no. So Kiera Knightley, I want she her. She starts as, bald. I want her as Medusa. <laughs> I'm good with that. I want Mad Bomer as Black Bolt. Selena Jade from Arrow. She played Shadow. Okay. As Crystal, Ludi Lin as Triton. He played the Black Ranger in the new Power Rangers. Dev mm. Patel as Karnak. And Michael J. White as Gorgon. Miles Teller, who played uh, Mr. Fantastic in the terrible Joshua Trank movie, uh, plays Maximus the Mad. And we basically go through... That was his... too many names for me to follow. <laughs> it was a lot of names. It, it's the entire <laughs> Inhumans cast... Uh, everybody from the TV show pretty much. But who much. are you casting as Lockjaw? Oh, well, clearly you. Okay, I'm in. No. Sold. <laughs> we have a dog, Sold. so... <laughs> nope, sleep. it's me first. Luna can be my stunt double. Fine. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. No, I think most so of wait, so are you wearing the so. mocap suit and then we're superimposing Luna? Yeah. And Bill Murray yeah, exactly. does the voice. <laughs> yes, perfect. That's it. And also right. Garfield has a cameo that Bill Murray also voices. Just to screw with Bill Murray. Yeah. He'll bring you some lasagna. So that's what I want to do. I just want to start fresh. I want Chloe Bennett in the movies because I think Quake is a great character and it seems like this year may be the last year for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't so say I, that. It hurts my soul. I know, I know. But ABC is not ordering any Disney pilots right now. So. Uh, but signs have been pointing to it getting renewed. It, I hope it so. It could go either way. So far this season's been pretty... It's not as good as the last season, but it's still been pretty good. So I mean, it They've was, done some fantastic stuff with that show. Time travel this season. Ooh. 
It was said earlier today that that Marvel is not planning any new shows in 2018. After the so, Inhumans debacle? Well, but think about it, though. If you think about everything that Marvel has going on as a whole, I mean, Legion's coming back. The Gifted and Runaways both got season twos. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is looking like it might get renewed. Um, and, you know, Inhumans, like I said, hasn't officially been canceled yet. And so. the new Warriors show is probably going to be oh, on right. Disney's streaming service, I imagine, if they announce that this year. Yeah, I forgot about Not that. Not to mention all the Netflix stuff, so. Yeah, like there's three of, of those that are they, coming out, they right? They have their hands in a lot of cookie jars right now. Derek, you're up next. Okay, so then in that case... Um, Let's let's go with we'll, we'll can kind of we'll, we'll take the Netflix route a little bit here. So um, I kind of this one's a little different. Um, I wanted to play off of the success of Bright a little bit, and okay. I thought that Marvel could do a movie that was released on Netflix that could tie into the Netflix shows. I completely believe um, that. Meaning, you know, the Dare, the Defender shows, Daredevil and, and whatnot. And I thought the best character for that would actually be She Hulk. Because she has a lot of dealings with, you know, Matt Murdock, and I almost did a She-Hulk movie, but I was like, God, surely Rachel or Derek is going to do She-Hulk. I actually passed on a She-Hulk movie. I included her in. I think a couple she'd be better stuff. in a Netflix series. Personally. I don't disagree, but that wasn't what the the episode that we were doing was. So uh, I thought she could do a really cool movie, though, and then of course she could have cameos on the various Netflix shows in much the way that you know Iron Fist will be in most of Luke Cage season two. So do you focus on her as a lawyer or do you focus on her as a bounty hunter? Both are totally different storylines. They are. The, this first one would be her as a lawyer. I love it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo would also be in it because um, I want the Hulk to be involved. And she has, you know, cases and Matt Murdock's involved and she gets drawn into, you know, whatever the latest thing from Daredevil season three ends up being, right? Him um, being alive. <laughs> He was, alive at the end of the, yeah. he was alive at the end of the Defenders. He's we, already alive. We think, yeah. We're pretty sure. He looked alive. Well. We don't know what those nuns do. Today. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's possessed by the spirit of Mephisto. Ooh. Mephisto. Still alive. I mean. <laughs> sure. point. He's still alive. Uh, so I, I didn't really get uh, as far as casting on this one. I was having a difficult time with that, to be honest. Uh, but I thought it was a really cool opportunity for Marvel and Netflix to continue the 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 viewer success of Bright. I know it wasn't a critical success, but in the first three days, 11 million people watched Bright and it yeah. got a sequel ordered within the first week. Well, so if we're creating this canon together, may I offer my casting for She-Hulk? Sure. I want Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who does Ooh. Ramona Flowers to play her. I She's love her, cool. but I just don't really, I can't see her as She-Hulk. But I mean, obviously, I they've been wrong before. Jennifer Walters. So. They'd have to do some you know, mocap stuff for when she hulks out. You know, are you going with her getting her powers for the first time? Yeah. So you're doing Savage She Hulk. You're not doing it when she's controlled and prefers to be in the She Hulk mode. I mean, it's so I wasn't. I didn't want to go directly off the comic books. I wanted it to kind of be the 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 first act is when she you know gets quote infected with the gamma radiation, right? And so the second act is her really struggling with it, and the third act is her kind of learning to live with it and. That's, you know, she has to fight Daredevil in the second act or something like that. Maybe Iron uh, Luke Cage, you know, is involved because, you know, Daredevil, I think, would get so just pummeled. The first, <laughs> the first act is the Incredible Hulk. The second act is Avengers. And the third act is Thor Ragnarok. I'm good with it. 
Sounds like a great... In terms of, like, the whole, her, her whole progression. Her whole, oh, yeah. See, she gets a Hulk trilogy in one movie. Right. Gotcha. She, she's going to get her own movie. Uh, well, that's kind of what happens to her. She learns to control it well before mm-hmm. uh, Banner actually does. So I, I'm good with that. That sounds like a fun movie. I would totally watch it. But, you know, I want it to be a, a legit film, though. So we're talking something like two and a half hours, not like yeah. a you know 90-minute, two-episode you know, stitched together movie. I mean, like a legit film that Marvel's behind and Netflix is behind that they're putting the money into. You know, they put $65 million into Bright. I feel like if Marvel's behind it, they could put in maybe one, 100, maybe. Yeah. you know? So. All right, Ryan, you're up. Okay, so a couple of these, I didn't really uh, think of how they would fit into canon. I just did them no, because I thought that, it would be fun. That's, that's um, fine. So this one is called The Three Amigos because I know that movie. There's never been a movie with that title before. Um for sure. No, there's okay. nothing anybody can say to convince me otherwise. Just kidding. I love that movie. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and uh, Chevy Chase. And the other guy. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, in this case, the three amigos are Cosmo, Lockjaw, and Korg. Um, and, uh, and Howard the Duck was a bad no, idea. Yeah, it was. Okay. You're telling me that that is a better idea than Cosmo, Lockjaw, and Korg? In than, like than, a, than Homeward Bound in Space? Yes! And they become revolutionary <laughs> leaders of a distant world. Tasked with overthrowing a slaver government and freeing an entire race of rock people. Fine, but which dog does Michael J. Fox voice? Uh, how about Lockjaw? Because Lockjaw doesn't say anything. Uh, we think, already agreed Bill Murray's doing this. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Cosmo. He's going to do a Russian accent? Well, I just feel like that would be the silliest of the three dogs. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Michael J. Fox is usually the more lighthearted of the I'm characters. okay with that. Um, because I had to cast somebody because that was in the rules. Um, I cast the Rock to play the main slaver because it's a race of rock people that's enslaved. <laughs> it's Korg's, Korg's race. His so, name is Dwayne Johnson. No, but it was it. it was a pun. Oh, Dwayne God, Johnson was so less funny. So but. you don't think there'll be any contractual issues with him being nope. Black Adam? No, nope, I'm is sure. Perfect. Yeah. Trust me, I'm, I went to school for law, so I think I would know. Okay. This- Cool. This pilot's getting gay. And you and Dwayne go way back. We go way back. I just have I'll just call him up real quick. You can smell what he's cooking. Yeah, exactly. I don't prefer it, but yeah. (laughs) It's usually chocolate. Yeah, sometimes. We know how he feels about chocolate. Yeah, that's true. Good point. All right, so... I have no way to lead off of that. <laughs> like, none whatsoever. You've broken the transition. Um, I could lead off of yours a bit. Uh, I, I'd like Mine will be an alternate universe. Yes. I'd like to see an A-Force movie. Uh, it was a very successful comic book that they did this past year. Started in 2015, lasted uh, for a while, and then they absorbed it. It was basically an all-female team, which is something that Marvel lacks quite a bit is diversity and their heroes are getting so much better but it's taken too long in my opinion uh, Brie Larson's going to be Captain Marvel Tessa Thompson will come back as Valkyrie Evangeline Lilly will appear as Wasp Nico Minaro from The Runaways is in this so I kept Lyrica Ocano who's already in it uh, I want Kira Knightley back as Medusa uh, we talked about my casting for She-Hulk already, and then the only other newcomer is Singularity, who was a new hero to A-Force, and I absolutely adore her. She's like a living entity of stars, and she's so sweet and cute. And I wanted Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones. She's one of the sisters of sand, or daughters of the sand, to uh, play her. So, basically... 
it's just going to be a group of chicks like beating down some people. Maybe they can take out the Serpent Society and Wrecking Crew and people that we aren't going to see anywhere else. Or who knows? The the entire A Force comic book was predicated on the Secret Wars, so it's kind of difficult to not have them either connect or give them a completely different storyline. But they can make for some fun merch and. Let's face it, I just want the collector Barbie dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's pretty in-depth. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I don't really know anything about A-Force, so I don't have a lot to contribute <laughs> on that one. Fair enough. It's all good. Uh, Derek, all right. you're number eight. Okay. So um, I, I thought I would kind of um, go a little bit international and bring in some other groups. So I decided to go with MI-13. Not MI6. Not MI6. MI13. Okay. Ryan's already rolling his eyes for some reason. Do you even know what MI13 no, is? No, and that's why I know it's not going to be good. Okay. So MI13 is essentially a uh, a group of various secret agencies in the UK and England um, that bring different heroes together. Some of them are mutants, um, and there's some other ones. So there's some. There might be some issues with the Fox licensing. So it kind of depends on how the 20th century Fox purchase goes. Um, but long story short, I thought this could be an interesting way to um, to tie up where we left Hydra at the end of Winter Soldier, because it basically, you know, that's the last we kind of hear from them as far as, you know, chronologically. Um, yeah. But go ahead. What happens to Hydra and Agents? It's of okay. Shield? It's not relevant to the plot of your movie. Fine. So, so uh, basically, my my idea was that uh, MI thirteen would um, be another secret agency that uh, Hydra had been trying to infiltrate, but they didn't do it quite as successfully as um, they did with Shield. Um, and so, uh, it focuses on the character Peter Wisdom, who I cast as Tom Meissen, who played Ichabod Crane on uh, the Sleepy Hollow show. Ooh. Because I really like him a He's lot. So handsome. It's really like that so show. The first three seasons of that show were really, really good. They were. And then it jumped the headless horse. Um, and so that's kind of the the idea. Um, I thought that depending on how the Avengers movies played out and who lived, we could do some teasing. Since Hydra was still around, we could do some teasing for the Red Skull being in hiding. But that's only if certain characters are still around to fight the Red Skull. So, I mean, anybody can fight the Red Skull. Characters, the Red Skull. characters that should be fighting the Red Skull. <laughs> uh, but the idea was to expand on it a bit, not have it be so United States focused, because it is a big world, and most of the battles have, you know, impacted the world, especially you know Age of Ultron and Thor, Dark World. So that's a good point. And and Civil War. Yeah. So it's not the worst thing you've ever pitched. Is there going to be a Funko Pop as the villain? Or yes, it's a fun, it's a Funko Pop version of Red Skull. Okay, you see, he reconstituted himself from the test rack into a vinyl figure. Yeah, sponsored by Funko. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna get some good kickback. Well, on see, that. Disney's gonna buy Funko. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're just gonna start doing: buying any property they want to borrow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you're up. Okay, so a couple of mine went into the uh, more supernatural realm of comics because obviously I'm kind of a fan of that. But also DC hasn't really capitalized on that. So, you know, Marvel, if they want to be first, um, a couple of these are kind of pushing that. Um, One of them that I did was uh, Moon Knight. Oh. Um, I think that there's been a lot of ideas for pitches for... uh, 
Netflix show for Moon Knight and from fans, not from yeah. Creators. I mean, totally. I guess that would make a lot of sense. I, w- I was basically thinking like a Batman movie, but like with a way crazier protagonist, like literally insane, having multiple personalities. And because I mean, in the comic books, he does have like four. He's like a taxi driver and a cop and like all these other things. Like he's all these people at the same. You know, in different he's parts a- of his life. He's the Azrael Batman. So. Kind of uh, not. Not as brutal. Not really. Um, Azrael is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's true. I was just drawing the comparison that yeah, you started. In, in terms of the craziness, <laughs> yes, it is similar. Um, the, for the storyline, I went with one of the first Moon Knight storylines, which was when a committee hired him to capture a werewolf named Jack Russell, which was probably the name might be changed in the movie. <laughs> um <laughs> And eventually he found the werewolf and found out that the committee actually wanted to capture his sister and turn his sister into a werewolf also. And so uh, they turned him and Jack Russell worked together to defeat the uh, committee. And yeah, that's going to be the the first Moon Knight movie in a nutshell. But uh, I do think that that getting into the supernatural element would be a cool, you know, there were rumors that uh, Doctor Strange was going to be the first horror Marvel movie. They never really did that, but I no. think they could go. Uh, they could go a little bit darker and go into more. Probably still wouldn't be horror, but definitely more heading into that direction. A little bit darker movie, and that one might not be bad for a Netflix movie since they're yeah. going to be more of a darker tone, like the like the Netflix shows are. You know, you could... I thought they were going to do that with the new Cloak and Dagger show. It's it's coming out on Freeform, and it should be out fairly soon. But they're turning it into a teen drama. And, again, like, I'm okay with it. It could be really good, but I just like my cloak and dagger a little older and a little more spookier, so Moon Knight would be great for that. I mean, what'd you expect from Freeform? You know, that's the one that got you, like, the the American Pregnant Teenager show or whatever. The Grassy's on there. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. They're playing to their audience. It makes sense. And and most likely it's going to be good. The trailer I saw was awesome, so. Maybe they'll cross over with Riverdale. Stop it. You're done. Sorry, you're fired. (laughs) You're fired. Pack your stuff up you and go. You buy it. Bummer. Okay, so number 10. I've wanted to see this movie since the comic book came out, and that's X-Force. With the accumulation of Fox, I'm just... Seems like that's not fair, because they've already announced an X-Force movie, haven't they? It's fallen through, like, four times. Oh, they I thought they like... literally just had news today saying that it was still going through. I was just going to make fun of you, because the last one you pitched was A-Force. Your A-Force, your X-Force. She's going to have one for every letter in the it, alphabet. Is there going to be, like, a number next... This is five force. This is going to be a pie force. 3.14. Re- <laughs> no, next I'm going to pitch that uh, Tarantino movie within a movie. There you the go. Fox Force 5 or something. Yes. Like. I like and it. it's going to be a Star Trek movie also. Oh, I love it. I love it. With with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, exactly, because he loves that idea. And Samuel L. Jackson as a Klingon. Right. Nick Fury as a Klingon. Oh, God. We're no. stopping them. You're fired okay, again. So. <laughs> You're refired. I'm refired. Uh, X-Force is an elite... I guess, small little splinter group of the X-Men. They are the X-Men that kill. They're the ones that will cross the line. It has X-23 and Warpath and Wolverine, Deadpool, Psylocke. They're all the ones that have no problem like taking out the, the bad guys. So uh, Cyclops sets it up, so we're going to see an appearance from him. I, I know they're currently like screwing with all kinds of timelines here, but I didn't change it up. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, Olivia Munn is Psylocke, 
Boo Boo Stewart, who played Warpath in Days of Future Past, is back. Zazie Beetz um, will also make an appearance as Domino. And I recast Wolverine as uh, uh, for Clive Standin, who is on Vikings. Um, I've watched a couple of those episodes. He looks really great, and I think he could do it. He... I didn't want to pick anybody who already has a huge persona somewhere else. Like I, I know Tom Hardy's a favorite and everything, so I I just went with somebody who doesn't have that stigma about him and went with Clive Standin. Uh, I also didn't want to remove uh, Hugh Jackman's great exit and kind of taint that with you know what could be a slightly worse movie or something. But basically, they'd go after the purifiers who were a religious group. Um, imagine like the KKK and Westboro Baptist Church as two people only. They go after mutants and just murder them. It's like the nineteen. Instead of protesting Weird Al, they lynch them and yeah. So uh, these people would go after him. And... I mean, I was in when they announced the movie, so I'm still in with your pitch too. So yeah, cool. I'm in. I like it. Thanks. What about you, Derek? Do you hate it or do you like it? No, it's fine. I like it's it. It's fine, huh? Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, I don't know the actor to do Wolverine, uh, so I'd be very curious about that because that 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 recast is going to be a tough sell. Whenever I think it should just be whatever X twenty three personally, and no Wolverine. She's a but, little young. Yeah, that's well, she could age her up. Daphne Keene. But, yeah. What do you mean replace the actor? Yeah, really. Yeah, she was so good. She was good, but I mean to make and it the work. timeline doesn't make any sense. Because well, that's just what I said. Like none travel, of the timelines make sense if Olivia Munn's but, in the eighties and. Warpath's character never existed. But Deadpool is introducing Cable, who does a lot of time travel, right, so he can so, go take these mutants and people from the peak of their life or whatever to go take so the you secret need Deadpool mission. Three to set up X Force. No, Deadpool Two. The, I'm that's saying you need Deadpool. Existing. Yeah, that's already like done. So you need Deadpool Three to set up X Force. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It it could definitely work. Don't try and poo poo her idea, there. Just because she poo pooed a little bit on Howard the Duck. That, that was I you. Did. That was you. Only because you said Jeff Look, Goldblum. when my Howard the Duck movie gets made, you don't, I'm get, waiting for you don't get to we come to the premiere. We have 20 minutes and 10 more movies to go through. Derek, it's your turn. I don't turn. think we're getting through that. I don't have that many, to be honest. I've got wow. like two more that are like decent. So. All right. We'll go. All right. Uh, so then uh, my next one here that I'm going to go with uh, kind of plays off of the, the Moon Knight idea of becoming a more uh, horror, darker thing. And that is a new Blade movie. There's a surprise. We all we're all like repitching our Netflix series. <laughs> well, I didn't pitch a Blade series. I thought you did. No, I didn't. I did Prowler. You were you. There's a Blade somewhere. You've done a Blade. I probably mentioned it before because anyway. I really. I, I mean, like I think it's great. So. We all want it. Yeah, yeah I, it's not I, like I, an I, argument. I, I, want, I do want Wesley Snipes to come back. Uh, um, I, look, I still think physically he can do it. I don't, I, I don't think. I don't think he's too old for it. I really don't. Um, and I'm not like it doesn't have to be a, a hard reboot either necessarily. I think that you can play off of the mythos of the first films yeah. without it being you know a direct sequel. But you can kind of like the way they did it with the Hulk, where the Ang Lee one like kind of happened, but they recast a bunch of people and and you know yeah. retconned a lot of it. Like kind of like that. But um, you know, have it be darker, have it be rated R, um, and. I was a little torn on how to handle this because I was already doing it with She-Hulk, but I thought it was that Netflix was a good place for it because he could tie in with that tone a lot better. Um, but because She-Hulk would already be kind of the Netflix thing, I think this would have to be a, a big box office movie. I don't think I could pitch two Netflix ones. That'd be kind of cheap. Well, this is a dream, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But 
we're just having fun. We're speculating and we're dreaming here. I, I really like what Netflix was able to accomplish. I think that people are overlooking what a big deal it actually is for the film industry that you can now make a movie under a hundred million dollars and get it out to millions of people instantly um, without, you know, having to pay theater chains and distributors and things like that. Let's face it. Netflix has made everybody bring up their game. We've gotten better HBO shows, better Showtime, better stars. Like everybody has brought, their game because of Netflix original content. So, and this this is a big deal. This is the first big box office film made for not theaters, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on purpose, right? And it had an A list actor in it, and it had a decent budget, and um, you know, a big name director also. So, um, you know, I I, I want to see that continue. I want to see where it goes. And if anybody can support something like that, it would be a massive fan base like Marvel backed by Disney. Yeah. Right? So I, I think that that's a good place for it. Okay. I'm good with it. Ryan, your turn. Sure. Um, so this one's kind of my, like, I know that Three Amigos seemed like my kind of, you know, fun pick, but this one's kind of one that I, it's just for me. Um, Nick Fury and the Ant-Man. It's going to be an 80s buddy cop comedy. Um, with, with Michael Douglas and Samuel L. Jackson. Yep, yep, yep. But in their younger <laughs> selves. Um, Are you going to recast them or age them down? No, we're going to age them down like they did in uh, Ant Man. I'm keeping track of this and For I an entire wrote movie. Nick Fury yes. and Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Nick Fury hanging out with Michael Douglas playing himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Agent Carter's going to be in it, but at this point she's going to be director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, because this is well after everything. She's had, you know, 30 years yeah. of experience. Um, and she's going to be kind of their cue. I'm good with that. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really come up with a plot line beyond no, that, fine, but I thought it would be really good to see all, I mean, first of all, 80s movies are really hot right now, you know, or 80s things and TV shows and movies, so I think it would be great. I love 80s stuff, and I think it would be funny to see Samuel L. Jackson with, like, a fro and, like, oh, Michael Douglas with, like, his younger haircut. I, I mean, mean he, I guess he'd have both of his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you maybe we can see how he lost his eye. Ooh. This is going to be like when Nick Fury is first an entering. That Ant-Man causes. Oh, God. Like Ant-Man dives into his yeah, eye to save him. It's not even like some something, big battle. Something goes wrong and he just his eye gets shrunken down to oh, God. atomic size. So it's still there, but he can't use it. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, for fun ridiculousness is Hulk versus Wolverine. Oh, God. The Hulk versus was a lot of fun, but the Hulk versus Wolverine was awesome. And I want Samuel L. Jackson. I want Mark Ruffalo. I want uh, my Clive Standen back as Wolverine. I want Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. And I, I literally want them to adapt everything word for word that was in the Hulk versus cartoon on screen. Like, that's that's what I want. I, I don't. <laughs> and who's playing Wolverine in this one? Clive Standen. Okay. okay, I'm trying to keep the same casting. Okay. So I was just so you're really you're she has done. continuity. Derek. You're done with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, then. he's gone. I love Hugh Jackman. Sad. He is my Wolverine, <laughs> but I do not want to taint what greatness Logan was by giving him more stuff to do and playing around with timelines and stuff. Like that was the best exit. If I could end yeah. anything in my life on that high of a note, by God, I will. So that's. that's that's all I'm going to say. Like, I, Yeah, I mean, that's what Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart have both said about their respective characters is, are you ever going to end it that well a second time? You know, it's just... Chances are not. Yeah. 
Now, I will say in chat, uh, Bruce Wayne 25 really likes Ryan's idea. He said, you had me at 80s movie and Nick Fury. Bruce so. Wayne 25, you're my favorite because you always agree with me. So. <laughs> Maybe it's you in disguise. It's not me in disguise. <laughs> right? This one's Melody. Allegedly. <laughs> All right, Derek. All right, so this is the last one that I have, like, really fleshed out well. Um, and I'm actually I'm, – I'm really excited about this one. This, is a, this, this might be my personal favorite that I've put together. Okay. Um, it's another international one, though, and it's Alpha Flight, which is basically the Canadian Avengers, more or less. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be sp- – origin story is not really the right word, but there's not going to be, like, an Alpha Flight team. Is Sasquatch in it? Um, I love Sasquatch. <laughs> I wasn't really planning on that. I'm not uh, in unless he's in. Yeah, so, okay, who are you casting? Because that will make a difference. It works. Is it, it works. going to be The Rock? So, no. Okay. Well, so, no, I might The Rock is okay, busy in the DCEU. Leave him alone. No, he's busy <laughs> in my Three Amigos movie. You, you get Vin Diesel. All right. Fine. I'll take it. All right. I get The Rock. You get Vin Diesel. Fine. Right. Um, okay. So uh, Alpha Flight. Uh, for those who don't know, yeah, it's basically the Canadian Avengers. But my my plan here they're, is that they're the Canadian X Men. Yeah, fine. not Avengers, but. Fine. But uh, they, it's going to focus on James Hudson, who yeah. uh, is also known as like Weapon Alpha, for for example, um, and um, his his boss Jerry Jackson. And basically, he's going to build the exosuit that he uses as kind of like his you know super suit. Um, and I'm going to tie this in a bit because you know that's what we we like in this universe building is tying things in. So what ha- ends up happening in the original story is that you know his suit is going to be used for stuff he doesn't want it to be used for he steals the helmet for the suit because uh, that's what runs it of course like you know like the arc reactor or something like that and he runs away with it well in this case i wanted it to to tie back into some other stuff so general ross is going to be involved and he is giving up on the super soldier serum idea that whole line it hasn't worked out abomination is still you know locked up and they can't get him to cooperate maybe you have some flashback scenes to you know experimenting with him going badly wrong you know that type of stuff um and so he wants to basically do what iron man does but they haven't been able to replicate the war machine suit so he wants to use this technology so um he would, you know, he would be involved. I've got uh, Ryan Gosling as James Hudson. Nice. After Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I have a newfound respect for Ryan Gosling because uh, before that he was the Notebook guy for me, and Aww. he is not that anymore. He's the won't eat a cereal so, guy for me. Well, he 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 is now uh, he is a great replicant, and I, I want to see more of him in that type of action lead role. So, and then for his boss Jerry Jackson, I have Bruce Greenwood. Okay. Who's just a personal favorite of mine. Did you um, cast Snowbird? No. Did you cast Puck? So, North again, Star. like I said... It, Aurora. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this, is the, this is kind of the introduction to that kind of series or line. So there'd be a lot of references and, and hints and things like that, um, you know, to these other characters that they end up teaming up together. But this is really about um, this kind of fallout with Hudson, you know, leaving and taking his technology and General Ross kind of going after him and all those types of things and, and that type of stuff. And but at the the General Ross ties it into the rest of the MCU since he, you know, we haven't we haven't seen him since old Civil War, Civil have War. we? No. Civil War was the last Civil time we saw him. Right. So this would be a good way to kind of bring him back and remind everybody that he is still around. So oh Bruce Wayne twenty five is from Florida. Yeah, we're in Kansas City, man. That's cool. Right. Derek's very excited by that. I used to right. live in Miami. <laughs> okay. Um, my next one is called Devil Dinosaur and the Moon Girl. <gasps> I love that comic book. 
book is so much. Wow. Yeah. Love I'm going. This is another one of those. It's no, like it's I don't so know how it's going to fit in continuity. <laughs> don't even care. Moon Girl is the most intelligent person in the Marvel universe. Yeah. And I have her being played by uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Nice. Which is kind of whitewashing it because it she was a black girl in the comic books. I didn't yeah. know that. So but yeah, I, could, I didn't know of any young black female leads that would How about the be, girl who's leading A Wrinkle in Time? I can't remember uh, her name. I don't right know. Now. I haven't seen A Wrinkle in Time, so I don't know. Well, I've watched I'm just saying. eight seconds of the trailer. There are whatever, options so. is all I'm saying. Right. But I don't anyway. just want to cast anybody. Anyway... Um, I also have Andy Serkis' Double Dinosaur. But basically, there was a uh, there was a storyline where Godzilla went on a rampage on Earth. Yes. And uh, the shield shrank him with pin, pin particles, but it actually sent him into Devil Dinosaur's dimension. And so, him and Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl, well, I think it was Moon Boy at this point. Yeah. I kind of bring in Moon Girl because I like that idea better. Uh, team up to fight the Lizard Warriors. <laughs> Um, and so, is this actually Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can they do that in a movie? I don't know, but they it have the comic the book comics, rights. Because so. Universal owns Godzilla. Well, they'll just buy it. Because that's what they do. That's what Marvel <laughs> Disney will just buy everything. But see, that, the, thing, the, the, the catch there, though, is that Universal's biggest properties right now are their big movie monsters. Godzilla, King Kong, Pacific Rim. That's not an issue. D- Disney has so much money. The mummy. Don't ruin my dreams. I didn't mention that, if you noticed. Disney will just go like this and make it rain. <laughs> that's why we've seen so many Hulk movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> Devil Dinosaur and the Moon Girl is going to happen. I yeah, love it. It'll, it'll happen when Ruffalo gets his next solo film. Yeah. You're yeah, the worst. That's true. <laughs> All right, so. I'm just I also did. I did Avengers 5 at the very beginning. I also did Avengers 6. I, I want. What? Secret Wars. I call dibs on Avengers 7. <laughs> and I want Secret Invasion. I want the scrolls on Earth. I want to find out that some of these people have been no good traitors this whole time. I want really great espionage and you know the the tension up to here the entire time and it brings back Tony Stark and Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth because if some people are scrolls and they die oh you can bring back the regular people even if it's just for like five minutes and like oh my god you've been alive this whole time ah. so yeah I'm very like exci- yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay. Like, they had some really cool stories in there. Uh, Hawkeye had a great story. He was Ronin at the time, but Mockingbird comes off the spaceship, and he's like, oh, my God, you died. And she's like, no, I didn't. I've been abducted this whole time. And uh, she tells him the story about how they lost a baby and together, and that's when their relationship started to fail, and he completely believed her, and it turned out she was a scroll and... Oh, Skrulking Bird. Yeah. Hate it when that happens. Yeah. So, it's it's a good. really good story. <laughs> Captain Scroll America? It ends... Scrollnisher? I'm ends just saying, I could do the, it all day. The Wasp Incredible guy. Hulk, go. Incredible okay. Skulk? <laughs> it ended with the Wasp dying, it ended with... Uh-huh. Uh, Norman Osborn, of all people, taking the final kill shot and uh, Tony Stark getting demoted as uh, Secretary of Defense. He was pushed out of his job and uh, he was replaced with Osborn. So that leads me to the Dark Avengers storyline where we can have the Thunderbolts and everything. And Thunderbolts. Is- wow, so you really just took two more Avengers movies. Right. Okay. Coming oh to a theater near you in 2035. Yeah. <laughs> you 
watch it. <laughs> I didn't know that we could just do like Avengers six and seven and all that. I I said you could do sequels. You said we could do one sequel. No, first of all, it says two oh, you're right. sequels. Only two could be sequels to ongoing properties. You're right. I'm sorry. She's within the rules, Derek. I'm sorry. You I apologize. apologize. Apologize right now, I Derek. just did. Okay. Like twice. Right. Two whole times. What do you got next, Derek? Or you don't have anything <laughs> else? I only have two left, but I don't really have, I have. anything fleshed. Yeah, but I, I don't have anything fleshed out for them. They're yeah. just that's fine. basics. So, um, so uh, the first one is Icarus and the Eternals. I love the Eternals. Celestial Gods. Been around for absolute centuries. They've had some great runs in the comics. Um, How do they fit in with Di- Devil Dinosaur, though? That's what I need to know. They don't. And Godzilla. Uh, so, so my idea was that it really focuses mainly on Icarus um, and kind of his his origin and where, where he comes from, his powers and abilities, all that kind of stuff. And then he kind of, you know, by the end of the film is, you know, forming the, the Eternals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So Neil Gaiman actually rebooted the Eternals in 2005, 2006-ish. It was a great run. They... They very rarely extend comic book runs, and they extended it because it was good. It was only supposed nice. to be six parts, and it turned out to be eight. So. Very cool. Yeah. Ryan. Okay, my second to last one is actually okay. the one I'm the most excited about on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be Marvel's first Western. Um, and it's Uh-oh. going to be called The Ghost Rider, and it's going to be the story of Carter Slade as the Ghost Rider. And uh, basically, if you don't know that story, uh, he stops or he, he tries to confront a group of um, settlers that are dressed as Indians. to, And they're ra- trying to raid a village to make it look like the Indians raid the village to start some sort of fight between um, two colonies. And, uh, and he stands up to them and he basically gets killed, almost killed. And... Uh, gets brought to a Native American tribe and they do some ceremonies and imbue him with the spirit of the Ghost Rider. Um, and he gets a horse named Banshee, I believe. Um, I have a I whole right. whole big thing about it, but uh, that's the long and the short of it. I think it would be a really cool revenge story uh, and a way to um, go back and do revisit a character. Everybody wants it on Netflix, but I think doing it in a Western style, uh, so I think it would be pretty neat. And I'm going to recast Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. So that part's not serious. But I, I thought if you're doing a Western, like you could bring Sam Elliott back. Yeah, but I think he's a little older than I was. I was thinking oh, it was going to okay. be a younger, oh, so okay. that they could do it, you know, multiple sequels of the character. That's I mean, fair. there's a lot that, in, that's going that far back for the history of the MCU. You know, there's nothing there so in the in the cinematic universe so they can uh, you know do whatever with it multiple yeah. movies with it. I, I think it would be cool I agree that's a lot of fun yeah yeah totally uh, I do want to point out that I said I was going to be bringing the dick jokes and you said that you had a whole big thing and the long and the short of it so yeah, most of the short know, but uh, bravo to you Thank for you. providing us with those my I guess my last one is no more I want to see a Namor movie. He is a fairly cool guy. Isn't that coming out in December? Uh, it's Aquaman. Oh! oh. Aquaman was uh, one of the few Marvel, or DC ripoffs of Marvel properties. Um, Namor is half mutant and half human. He is... An all jerk. All jerk. He is a huge All speed ass. Too. 
He is a reluctant hero, very much an anti-hero, most of the time on the bad and the good side. So it's pretty ridiculous. He was part of the Illuminati. He was part of... Which we um, already have some other members of in the MCU, so they can actually read into an Illuminati movie. If Fox stuff comes by. Uh, I almost did an Illuminati movie. It was... fleshed out and everything, and I had McAvoy coming back as Charles Xavier and a few others, like uh, Hank Pym and uh, Tony Stark. And, and then I looked at the cast, and I was like, damn, that's a lot of white dudes. Well, the Illuminati is a lot of white dudes in the it comic books. It is. It is. It's just all white guys. And I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to just cross this off. So, no more. Um, basically, I want Namor's Nemo- origin story as uh, this bastard child of two worlds, and um, I want Army Hammer to play him. I want Sonequa Martin-Green as Dorma, who in the comics is both his cousin and lover. We're going to cut that cousin part out. And just... no, I think they should embellish on that. <laughs> really, <laughs> really lean into that. You'll get a whole new market. <laughs> and then, uh, Summer Glau would be Lyra, the villain, and the usurper of the throne, and killer of Sonequa Martin-Green's Dorma. So... Spoiler alert. Jeez. Yeah, oh my god. So that's that's my Namor film. It's the only solo film I have on here. Everything else is total team-ups. Nice. Okay, so my last one is actually totally different. It would not even be live action. This would be an animated film. Uh, but big screen. I don't. I don't want this on and Netflix. In the MCU? In the MCU. Interesting. Uh, Lords of Avalon. And the reason being is that the artwork is very similar to the new Castlevania that came out on Netflix earlier this year. And I think... So, anime? Yes. And I think that that would bring a different demographic into the Marvel Universe. They're already doing an animated Spider-Man film. That's already happening uh, later this year. And so, it's not, it wouldn't even be the first big screen animated MCU film. Uh, or, well, I guess that one's not MCU, is it? No, it is. They're tying it oh, in. it is. Okay. It's just a different storyline. And- okay. So that's you know, this would just be an extension of that if it's successful, mm-hmm. um, but it would be more of an anime style and you know lots of like you know castles and swords and cool battles and stuff like that. So that I'm all for great. castles and swords. By the um, way, if you if you haven't watched that Castlevania show, go watch that Castlevania. Oh, it's show. fun. It's only four episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really it's good though. <laughs> Right, my last one. My last one. Um, so I'm taking a note from Derek from earlier when he said he was going overseas, and then also a note of my own when I said I was going Supernatural, and I'm going with Union Jack. Yes. Um, which, you know, a lot of people might think is just like a Captain America ripoff, but really it's not at all. <laughs> it's he, a Jack Sparrow ripoff. He's gay. He's gay. Well, one of them is gay. Yeah. Not the one I'm going with. The but current they could. one is gay. Yeah. Um, and he's actually got a really cool storyline, too. I actually had a lot of trouble deciding, like, which of the three that I would go with. But I'm going with the original because I think World War One uh, period vampire piece would be cool. Um, Absolutely. And I realized I just used period and vampire together, and that was a ah. know, weird blood joke. But, um, yeah, no. Fun comment. No roll on snare. The 90s ran for five issues. Check it out. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I really want, he fought, his main villain was Baron Blood, I believe was the name, which was a vampire, and they fought against, like, vampire, uh, you know, groups, and I, th- I think that would be a really interesting lead-in, and you could... I like know, it. Yeah, you could have the third, the uh, current, um, 
Oh, man. Yeah, Union Jack lean in with the Moon Knight and do a team-up at some point. And Blade. Yeah, I was just going to say. And do a supernatural team-up, which would be weird having Union Jack and Blade, but I think that would be an interesting... Like, you could do some cool dynamics. you could have an entire movie with Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Blade, and Union Jack. Yeah. I'd watch that. And I actually (laughs) cast Simon Pegg as Union Jack. Oh, man. I think it would be... But I wanted to play it straight, not like a humor... Humorous, uh, so like, more like his hot fuzz character than his yes, exactly. Sergeant Angel, yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm good with it. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Those are some really fun movies. We got through 21. Wow, in an hour. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, which one was your favorite? What are you looking forward to? We had some pretty obvious choices on here and some fun uh, off the wall choices too. So, of course, let us know in the comments below. Uh, Ryan, you can follow at Buster Props mm-hmm. on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Derek is the Star Trek dude on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am Siren Ray on absolutely every social media. With a Y. Yeah, with a Y. S-I-R-Y-N. Not S-Y-R-E-N. No, don't do that. R-A-E. R-A-E. You're just spelling stuff weird all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, yeah. So check us out if you want to contact us separately. If you want to talk to us as a whole, we're at Heroes Podcasts on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. You can fo- you can join us live Tuesday nights on Twitch. Absolutely. At twitch.tv slash Heroes Podcast. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. You can chat with us like Bruce Wayne 25 did and uh, other people do from time to time. And Ren Buff 12 was in there too. Oh, hi Ren Buff. I'm sorry I missed it. Um, yeah, definitely come talk to us. We'll, we'll mention your comments and you can uh, voice your opinions on things. Definitely. You can tell us if we're wrong or if you're talking to me that I'm right. Of course. Of course. And if you stumbled onto the show and didn't really like it, we have five other shows, guys. You can watch those too or listen to those. Yeah, we've got, um, we have video games, Star Trek, cosplay, cartoons, and we also have a special limited series coming to you on the Screen Heroes feed called The Gauntlet. The Gauntlet and Welcome to Earth 2 started this month. Uh, They're both fun shows. I'm on both. You should check them out. Absolutely. Ryan's on Welcome to Earth 2. Well, my uh, doppelganger, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird thing. That one's cool. It's our first improv narrative show, so it is a... Total narrative-based series, a serialized show. So go check it out. Start with episode one so you don't miss any of the good stuff. And The Gauntlet is a rewatch of the MCU where uh, episode two of The Incredible Hulk is out now. Episode one was Iron Man, so you go catch that. Absolutely. And finally, last but not least, next week is episode one. Hundred. We have been doing this for a while now, so thank you everybody who's been listening and if you've gone back and caught our older episodes. For episode 100, we are doing something totally different. We are each pitching our own sitcoms, which is something we have never done remotely before and I'm a little nervous about, so I hope that it goes well. Please join us for episode 100. Uh, also, join us at Planet Comic Con, Friday, February 16th at 6.30 p.m. in room 2505B. We are going to rank the live-action Star Wars films with the audience. You guys can help us out, so join us there. Catch you guys next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.